Welcome, guys, to another episode of the Break High Podcast. I'm here with someone very special, Mr. Damilola Oladapo, the CEO of Primus Real Estate. He's a very renowned um, man at what he does. You know, there are very few people you would consider as um, the, what would you call them, shooting stars of the real estate <laughs> sector. <laughs> so, Dami, welcome to the Brick High Podcast Show. Thanks, James. Thanks for having me. On today's show, we'll be talking about the limitations and risks of the real estate sector in Nigeria and um, subsequently current opportunities within the sector for investors and developers alike. So, um, Dami, what's your take on What's your take on the current limitations that you think we have in the real estate sector, oh, especially uh, in Lagos? Well, uh, thanks for uh, inviting me once again. So um, I would like to start with uh, the limitation thing, and then I think the first thing would be security. You know, okay. uh, security in what sense? Okay, you know, there is a lot of issues. With the Lagos is very notorious when it comes to land grabbing and all that. Mm-hmm. You know, the whole thing with Omonila issue and then the insecurity about you buying a, a land and then losing it to uh, some uh, incorrigible elements that probably <laughs> the powers that be, if I may say. Okay, for the benefit of those that don't understand what Omonila means, it's a Yoruba word or a Yoruba phrase that um, means the sons of the soil right yes uh, yes sons of the soil Something like so basically it's land grabbing so they they come uh or like they sell the same land to two three other people you know <laughs> and then the issue with documentation too you know is another risk you, like you can buy a land that does not have proper de- or that is not properly documented and one way or the other you can get to lose your land you know but you can tell another thing would be uh, the stuff with uh, the documentation process itself by the state government, you know, the whole bureaucracy, and then like uh, I can't tell how many people are processing land and it takes many, you, many bottlenecks in Alausa. Exactly, it takes you years to be able to perfect some documents and all that, or, or like you have to grease people's palms and everything. You know, um, you know, the funny thing is, I learned that throughout the last tenure, um, the Ambody did not sign one single. Uh, um, what do you call it? CFO. One single CFO accession document. <laughs> so a lot of people were just applying consistently for for title for land titles or property titles, but weren't getting any um, response from the government. Everything was just seated on his table. So the the gist was that um, he didn't sign any CFO or any single uh, any CFO at all. Right, because he was too busy. Yeah, yeah I have no <laughs> idea. Yeah, or probably maybe there are some vested interests, you know, you know, you know how these guys can be. But the crazy thing about the whole thing is that's also the reason why some lands are excessively expensive. Because, and also the thing about security. Because if you have to buy a land, and then um, the land does not have any documents and everything. Yeah, proper documents showing that it's your land. Exactly. It's easy for them to grab it back from exactly. you. Exactly. It's not even the Omonile at this time. Like, okay. you, know, you, you can lose the land to the government. You can lose the land to anybody. Hmm. You understand? Like, so I have to sell the land to you, but then I don't have any documentation on it. Like, or, or I have to start processing my accession. By the time the accession will come out, some people 
you know, uh, will probably, with vested interest, will probably like take part of that land and not release the whole thing. Yeah. The real estate government would have sold a hundred plots, 50 will be released to them, and then they will be at war or at, at tussle with and having lawsuits with clients that bought land from them. But if you have to wait till, you, till the documentations are complete before you buy, that's another problem because it will be very expensive, expensive. By, the, by the time it has a CFO then an average person would not be able to afford it. Hmm. So would it, would it then, but does it make any difference? Assuming the government was signing documents um, faster, wouldn't the land still increase in value if or after they sign the documents or improve the titles on the land? Yeah, you know, the, the, the thing about it is if you sign uh, uh, documents, you know, uh, like a CFO for instance, like we know where CFO stops in Lagos and yeah. we know the whole of Ibejuleki. In fact, a lot of places in Ibejuleki doesn't even have excision. Yeah. Not to talk of uh, having CFO, mm-hmm. you understand. So those things, each of those, processing those documents in the first place is a way government ger- generates money. You understand? So why mm. not just, you know, sign it and allow people to have peace on whatever they are doing? Lagos is largely has largely been developed by private developers. Yeah, private. You know, building yeah. stuff and coming up with, you know, innovative ways to, 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 to sell properties and everything. You should not make make it harder for people. So it's like, you know, um, developers will be fighting fighting the government to get documents out. They're also fighting to get clients to trust them to buy. But then at the end of the day, some of these things are not even in their control. Yeah. Because you can actually sell a property and at the end of the day, there is no document to show for it. So client is suing them and then there is a lot of back and forth. We, there are lots of companies right now that have issues with documentation and some of the lands that they sold to people have nothing, have nothing on them. Okay. What do you think about the taxes on, especially with the new um, government and the new, I think it was just this year that we started the whole 7.5 tax. Yeah. What do you think has been the response of, is it something that investors consider as a huge deal breaker for them? Has it reduced the um, way investors are making purchases at this time? Well, as of now, uh, I can't say I've seen so much of its effect yet yeah but the day <coughs> pardon me the day that comes into full effect and people have to pay for every little thing i think it will make doing business in a place like lagos even worse mm. than it is presently yeah, pretty much like new york in the u.s so, so because I, it, it doesn't make a lot of sense that guys are saving up you know trying everything some people will take loans some people will borrow money to be able to own a piece of Lagos in their own name. And then you even make it making it harder for anyone to be able to own anything. For Christ's sake, it is ridiculous. Government is supposed to create avenue or or, 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 or things that makes it possible for people to be able to at least do business. Make ease of business should be should be considered. You know, especially in a place like Lagos that is highly commercial. So not something to make it harder for people to be able to afford. Do you think that it's a, as a result of the laziness of the government to think creatively about how to generate cash for themselves, <laughs> that they come up with these many, many um, 
um, taxis that look like re- repeated, uh, how would I put it, siphoning of cash from the same source. A, a wise man once said something. He said it's not about how much you have, you know, but how well you use whatever you have. Yeah. All the money that has been generated <laughs> since, what has been done with them? You know, let's just to fix potholes. Let's face the fact. And now they they are looking for ways to generate more. Now that let's say the, the, the um, economy is is in a in a bad state in a way, you know, they are looking for wh- when all this money comes into the uh, uh, government coffer. Wh- where will it go to? Will they be account? Can we see what exactly they are doing with this money? Like we 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 spend over half of uh, the generated revenue anyway. To, to 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 pay recurring expenditure, I don't think it makes any sense. And sometimes we take loans, you won't pay recurring expenditure. How do you how do you take loan to pay salaries? You know the one that really busted my head was last week when I heard um, that so when I heard on the news that they had borrowed fifty million metric tons to fill of greens. Of greens. We are done borrowing money now. We are borrowing food. Oh God. And I, I I predict that it will be harder next year, because if you look at the weather this year, it's been the weather has been so 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 unpredictable. So a lot of farmers, I, 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 there has not been a lot of farming activities done this year, like other years, you know. And other years from last year, they were still having issues of food shortages. Next year is going to be harder. Okay, so over to the opportunities in real estate. One, now that our conversation has led to this point, I think one of the opportunities in real estate sector is um, real estate in agriculture. A lot of real estate developers haven't thought in that direction. You know, storage facilities in Nigeria cannot really accommodate the amount of grains we produce. So and maybe that's largely because most of the grains we produce go into straight go straight to consumption, and it is not like okay. So if the, most of them are produced in the north, um, many of them don't get not everything produced in the north gets to um, the west and east before a large portion of them gets pulled. I think um, okay. I think our food spoilage is is something I really really love. I I had interesting, you know, it, it's because uh, it, it's something close to what I studied part time in school. Okay. We lose. Um, there was a statistic that says we lose over sixty percent of the food produced in Nigeria, but wow. that's not even the 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 craziest aspect, right? From whatever we produce in Nigeria, the best and the finest quality of those things. I spotted. Nobody will tell you that, but they are sold wow. out actually. So they, they are like taken to other places. Same thing with our electricity back then. We cannot, we don't have 24 hours. Where the standard is higher. Exactly. We sell it to Ghana everything. It's like we sell our batteries for anything, for any little couple, you know, to make more money. We can only sell anything. So, in, in consideration of what you said, the CEO of um, one agri-tech company reached out to me a few weeks ago to talk about an industrial, um, an industrial um, agricultural um, farm that he, he, how would I put it? He called it, I can't remember the exact phrase he called it, but it was more like an estate of 
um, storage farms. facilities, um, not in close proximity to farms, and then a section for trading. So it was more like an ecosystem for agriculture, and um, it's something that he was looking to partner with um, a real estate developer who is experienced in developing, of course, to um, collaborate and develop something something profitable. So, Dami, what, what other opportunities do you think exist for um, developers and, and um, investors within the sector? Well, um, there are lots of opportunities in real estate, no doubt. And if we want to start from the little guys, you know, yeah. let's, let's not, not little guys, but, you know, uh, maybe like first time, first investors time or people yeah. that, you know, uh, medium to low income earners and all that. Uh, the, the opportunities right now is in such a way that, like, you're not limited by anything. You cannot say it's money that's stopping you again from real estate investments. And it's not until you buy a big house or a big land or some expensive property somewhere that makes you a real estate investor. Nowadays, you have people doing short letter and there, you know, Airbnb. A platform like Airbnb has given you opportunities actually to be able to have a, to have a real, estate, a real estate business. So you have a two bedroom apartment, you can put one of them up, set yourself and put one of them up as a, uh, Airbnb space, you know, people traveling there and then you'll be surprised how much money you can make from that uh, on a monthly basis, not stock of throughout the year. Yeah, the funny thing is in places like Lagos, you find, you are trying to even get a short let for a day or something and you discover that almost all of them are booked, places. especially on Fridays. <laughs> so, so you can, uh, if that is available right now, you cannot no longer say, um, Oh, it's expensive because even your 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 space, a space you're not using, your uh, an extra room or a big key in your house can be put to to good use. Yeah, Someone to generate profit exactly for you. You know, there are people in some of these nice ex- estates that turn their big key into uh, 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 they, they put up for rent and all that, and you know they use that rent. To pay their service charge, you, if your service charge on a yearly basis is five hundred to six hundred thousand, you know, in a place like Lekki or you know, and then you can put up for put your BQ for rent, and someone will probably take it, and then you can use that to pay your service charge. You don't need to bother yourself on a yearly basis. How are you going to pay your yeah. this thing? Yeah. There are lots of houses around, and that's another thing that breaks my heart because we have lots of buildings that in. If you go to Koyi, go to VI, go to Lekki. That are just abandoned. You know, you can clean these places up and then put up for put them up for rent. You know, like uh, do shortlets there, put them up for Airbnb. You know, things like that. Another thing is co ownership. Like I, I think another opportunity in real estate is like this co ownership thing. But I, I don't know. I think we're too competitive in Nigeria as well to 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 have realized how how easy it is. The thing is, uh, let's say there is a property available for sale. I don't have enough money to buy it. I don't yeah. have half of it. I can collaborate with you. We can come together and co-own it, you know, and, you know, manage it, put it to a facility management company. Whatever profit is generated, just like, share amongst exactly, everybody. Exactly. Just like what uh, people like, uh, like some of these hotels do, you know, people that are investors in hotels or, people yeah. like, you know, uh, a project like this, uh, like the Oceana pro- project, that yeah. we can come together, you know, 
and common spaces and all that. You know, things like that. The so, good thing is it's even now available for um for smaller units. So there's a project that is currently around um, um Lakey Wright opposite Ikate or something. Yeah. I can't remember where exactly it is. Um, I'm trying not to mention the name of the company. They have one bedroom unit mm-hmm. available because they're currently constructing, and they they are just asking people to pay about um, um, two million, about two million, mm-hmm. and then you get returns of, and then you get returns of say sixteen um, percent guaranteed every year. That is after they've removed their service charge, cost of maintenance, and all of that. And then that just it's it's simply rates. That is a real estate investment trust. It's already popular in several other countries, like in the U.S. and um, places like Dubai. But it's not very common here because, like you said, we don't necessarily trust each other. (laughs) The thing is, there is also another place around. There are places now at Suruleria and Yaba that allows you buy mini flats. So you own these units and you own it for like a period of 15 years. So imagine buying uh, a one bedroom apartment for something as small as 3 million naira, yeah. you know, and then you can own it for the next 15 years. Divide 3 million naira by 15 years. And the average, that you, the minimum that you're going to get a mini flat around the above is 500,000 naira. So your 500,000 multiplied by uh, 15 years would be about 7 point something million you'd be saving yourself wow. 4 point something million and the good thing is some of these pieces are even available on installments you don't have to pay everything at once so people are just not as informed as they should be on some mm-hmm. of these uh, fantastic offers going around in the real estate industry I think one other thing that, is, that serves as a hindrance to most um, investors especially the new ones is they want to go ahead with um, a transaction without without contacting a, a professional consultant because they are trying to save them, themselves some money. It's just like trying to um, draft a contract by yourself without consulting a lawyer. You know, it saves you a lot of stress when you get a professional to do what is necessary. The funny thing is, that I'm surprised people, people you will not just wake up one day and say, oh. You have fever, or you have this, or you have that, mm-hmm. and you want to treat yourself. Well, although we do a lot of self-medication in Nigeria, but everybody knows the danger of it. Yeah, you there's a limit to how much self-medication you can exactly. even do. You cannot say, "Oh, yeah, I, I've seen people do oppression before," and then you 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 take you to tear yourself. Exactly, you start to tear yourself up and, and treat yourself. You know, that's the same way it is. You you there are people that this is their industry, that is their career, that is what they do all day every yeah. day. You know engage them and get advice you know at least and how much are even these this thing at least at least is five percent brokerage fee in, in, in most places yeah in america it's actually seven percent seven and it's even non-negotiable, it's non-negotiable. No, nobody has used that but in nigeria <laughs> there are no standards everywhere some, some people even ask you if they can just give small things can you imagine yes <laughs> <laughs> someone like someone will say oh if i give you a million <laughs> for doing oh man but it's good i i think um nigeria is moving forward a lot of people are waking up to several realities right now and things are getting better i'm sure in a few years time we'll, we'll probably there are so many opportunities that like some it won't be this uh this strange anymore 
Yeah. A lot of people are waking up to the reality now. The opportunities are available in the market. So I'm sure in a few years' time, we'll probably yeah, be able to tell a different story. And thankfully, Lashora is coming to uh, make certain regulations to exactly. the sector. For I want to believe people, that other states would follow suit. Another thing enough. is for them to actually do the right thing. And be Lashura neutral. is a fantastic yeah. idea. If they deliver on their promises, if they deliver that's, on their a, that's promises, a very big if. Yes, if they deliver on their promises, it would be a fantastic opportunity, you know, for the real estate industry in, in Lagos. But then I pray they are able to, like, you know, live up to the standard. All right. Thank you very much, Dami, for um, being on the show today. Thank you for having me. I really appreciate our listeners who, who have taken our time to um, listen to this podcast using their data and their time. If you have any questions regarding real estate or you like to um, make, you have, if you like to contact a consultant, just send us an email at info at breakhive.com and I'll be sure to um, respond as soon as possible. That's all for this episode of Breakhive Podcast. If you like us, to give us a rating. Also, you can subscribe on Google and Apple Podcasts. Visit our website on www.brickhype.com and subscribe to our membership for more informative investment tips and our monthly report for 500 naira or $1 every month.